around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. I want to, I want to. I want to, I want to. I'll praise the Lord, Lord. and keep the faith. Only G.O.D. could be a king to me. If you love me, you got to represent him well. Believe the scripture. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. Please subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. If you would like to send me an email, please send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to follow me on all social media platforms, you can do that at mbills314. Now, today we want to jump into part two of our spiritual growth uh, series. I know last episode I did gave you all a bonus and we talked about Lent. I pray that that was a blessing to you all and gave you all some, you know, some kind of clarity. I know I didn't do an in-depth study on Lent, but I just kind of wanted to, um, you know, kind of wet the whistle, as they say, um, on that particular subject. But today we want to jump back into our spiritual growth series. As you all know, spiritual growth is important. God desires that we all grow. He does not desire that we remain babies. And just like any parent, you expect your child to grow up. You don't expect for them at four years old to still be giving you hand signals. And you, you, when you know they can, you know, formulate words and ask for something, not just "Uh, give me. No, that's not acceptable. It's the same with the Lord spiritually. He wants us all to grow up. So let's go to uh, first Peter chapter two. First Peter chapter two Let's look at verse two. It says like newborn babies. You must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. So a couple of things I'd like to point out. It says like newborn babies, you must crave babies crave milk now in this case he says you must crave pure spiritual milk and a lot of times when i'm reading scripture when there are certain words in there they're not in there just because so when it says crave pure spiritual milk that means there must be some spiritual milk that may not be pure you know there could be some spiritual milk that could be tainted you know and one thing about milk and I, in this case i'm referring to natural milk you know it has vitamin d in it and vitamin D, you know, is produced by the body as a result to sun exposure. So if you look at it spiritually, sun exposure, but in this case, it will be S-O-N, Jesus. So the, you know, the exposure that we get to the Lord's word, it produces like a spiritual vitamin D. It strengthens those bones, you know what I'm saying, to the point to where, you know, gradually as you grow, you're now able to, you know, chew on something solid. Hallelujah. Then it says, so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. Now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. The Lord is kind to us. And as a baby, as a babe in Christ, as you're growing, you will experience the Lord's kindness like up front. Like you experience how kind he is and just all these different things. Now, as you continue to grow, As I stated before, 
the things that worked when you were a babe in Christ is not going to work once he knows that you are maturing or should be maturing. Like I said again, being born again or your walk with the Lord does not have seniority. So the longer that you, as years go by and you're walking with the Lord, doesn't make you stronger. It doesn't give you more benefits. It doesn't get none of those things. You know, once we all accept Christ, we all get the same spiritual inheritance. Now, as we're on the earth and as we're walking with the Lord, as you get into the word and as you grow in the word, then your level of maturity comes up with it. Whereby a lot of times we're able to receive more than maybe our other brother and sister in Christ. Not because we're all that or not because we're so special, but because of maturity. Some things the Lord knows that my particular child over here can handle this. This child over here can't handle this right now. Okay. That's why God talks about he doesn't want any schism or jealousy or anything in the body because naturally those things could happen. You could look at someone else like, well, how do they get that? And, and I've been walking with the Lord for 15 years. They've been with the Lord for five. So you, there's no comparison. And we all don't do the same thing. So you can't really compare those things. So you don't know what they're doing in their private time as far as prayer and study and so forth. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a right. It's not a it's not a competition. Hebrews 5.12. Let's go to Hebrews 5.12. Let's look at verse 12 and 13. It says, you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word. You are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Again, that's how you identify a level of maturity when you can identify right and wrong. You'll begin to know those things by your maturity as you continue to grow in the word of God and spend time in prayer and, and walk with the Lord. You'll begin to identify those things. Then you won't be having, you know, conversations and arguing with people about, well, I can still smoke a little weed. I mean, a little weed ain't going to do nothing. It all came from, all came from the earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So them type of, it's like, you know, you still having them conversations. No, put the weed down. It basically is what I'm trying to say. God wants us to be sober-minded. Okay, so you can't be sober and high at the same time. All right, let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 4. Let's look at verse 3. It says, For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. So it's telling us that there is a time that's coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. People are going to want to listen to a whole bunch of other things. But when someone is standing before them teaching the word of God, they're, they're not going to want that. They're going to want some form of entertainment. They're going to want some 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 something. You know, they want you to tell them what they want to hear. So in my reference to we, they want you to say stuff like, you know, well, I know the scripture says be sober minded. But, you know, since they are legalizing weed, you know, we should obey the laws of the land. So let's go ahead and smoke this little. Weed. <laughs> 
that's wrong okay wrong 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 so it's things like that people want to go to churches and ministries that they're geared towards um they kind of pacifies their sin and we should not be pacifying sin at all we should be getting rid of sin you don't hold on to sin as a crutch you don't hold on to your struggle as a crutch like i'm well, i've been doing this for five years the lord know my struggle yeah he know it he know you need to be delivered too so we're not going to hold on to any sin or go to someone to see if they can come in agreement with our sin and what we do so we're not doing that so that's itching ears you want to go to people that well i don't want to go to churches that you know talk about the word i kind of want to hear like some poems and some i want to see like some play you know just all these different things and you know see these type of things i don't like to do but because <laughs> because i'm in the body of christ and because this type of stuff affects me and i get questions presented to me so now when things like this happen publicly i gotta address it let's play that clip who want me to who, who want me to cr critique them right now on the spot kim you're a minister so i gotta respect that no 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 i gotta respect that because if i do it then they, they won't respect you who, you do it come here come here right here come right here come right here now she said she gonna do this didn't she did i call her out did she come on herself all right, so you need to lose weight. Find a good bra. You need to go to in Intimates. It's called Intimates. I took my wife. My wife knew nothing about anything. I took my wife knew nothing because she came from a family who didn't know anything about anything. I took my wife to a place that they have. We don't buy bras at Victoria. Not black women that got large breasts. So you need to get your bra made. And it's not that expensive. No, baby, you get a good bra, it's almost like having a breast lift. You feel me? You feel me? It's like spandex close, close that stretch. So when you do come down, it comes down with you. Because if you keep wearing these big clothes with breasts to your belly button, that's not attractive. Number one, you want to get a bra. If you don't like what I'm saying, you can leave now, baby. This is my church. I'm 30 years in this with no scandal. <laughs> All right. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Now, that clip you just heard was from a pastor by the name of Apostle Travis Jennings. Um... The clip has been circulating all over social media. I don't know how old the clip is or how new it is. You know, social media it could be something that circulated. Could be something that he may have did two, three years ago. Who knows? I don't know. And I don't think he's spoken out about it yet. But <clears throat> this clip is definitely making a way around the internets. And it came across my attention. Um, the clip that I've seen is actually about 16 minutes long. I'm not going to play all of that. You can listen to it if you want, but basically in so many words, I don't even know how they got to that point, but basically he was asking women, you know, if he can critique them. I don't know if this was a singles conference. I don't know all the details. All I know is that what he said was uh, <clears throat> inappropriate and it wasn't right. And I know he was making reference to, you didn't hear it in this clip, but he was making reference to that, hey, we're in covenant with each other. So basically saying that I can talk to these women like this because these are my daughters. But these are the type of things that you <clears throat> you just don't do. You don't do it publicly. You don't embarrass, you embarrassed 
And this wasn't just one woman, it was several women. You don't embarrass them publicly. That was embarrassment. Now, you can tell on that face that they were embarrassed, but because he kept making reference to, we're in covenant, I'm your father, you're my daughter. I guess in their minds, it gave them some type of comfort. Like, okay, well, I mean, he's not gonna intentionally put me on blast, but when he says that, You know, and I guess all these things are supposed to be things to help them so that they can get a man, get a man or something. But as you can see, he was really just focused on the outer appearance, but I guess because men are visual. So I guess he's saying that, hey, you want to attract a man. So these are things that you're going to need to do. But I'm going to tell you right now, brothers and sisters, that ain't the way to go. Now, I'm not speaking against him or his ministry. I'm not calling him a false teacher or anything like that all i'm saying is that that 16 minute clip that i seen was very cringy and like i said you have to hit the rest of it for yourself but those are the type of things that you want to avoid you don't want to go to you want wholesome teaching and again that's not saying that maybe at his ministry he doesn't he doesn't give wholesome teaching but stuff like that especially if you're trying to teach women about i guess how to attract a man or whatever have you i, I don't know what's good beautiful family it's your boy dietrich Haddon hanging out right here on macchiato's music and scriptures y'all hold up let me finish i ain't done who made the solar eclipse my god is a showstopper who is this putting us all back together my god is a soul doctor you couldn't hold water he literally holds water he spins the word on his fingertips my god is a glow trotter and I just really wanna brag on him. I just really wanna brag on him. Look at the oceans and how they obey. Look at the weather and do what he say. Look at the sun and it rises at day. Look at the moon and it rises at night. Looking at us and we spit in his face. But I done seen it all before. Been where you been. We not in control. It all belongs to him. So when your suppression turns to progression and your contest and turns to confession, I'ma turn around and ask you one question. Who won? This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. Going to start addressing these things because as these things circulate, the church gets looked at sideways and every church doesn't do this. Okay, so like I said, spiritual growth, understanding what's right and what's wrong. That was wrong. You got to have discernment. You got to grow. You got to say, nah, that wasn't right. Because see, if you aren't mature, you will hear a clip like that. And most people, most people flock to that because they say, yeah, I want a man. I want some bold. I want a man to critique me. And so, anywho, move, move, we're going to move right on along. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. We are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. So this scripture lets us know that the fight that we're fighting in this earth is not a flesh fight. It's not a physical fight. The fight that we're fighting, according to this scripture, it says it's against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. That lets us know they're the unseen world, which is the spiritual world. Okay. So it says evil ruler. So we're talking about demonic, ungodly, evil rulers in the spirit. 
that's what we're fighting against. It says mighty powers in this dark world and evil spirits in heavenly places. So the things that we're facing, the things that we see in this world, like with the the unfortunate passing of Nipsey Hussle, um, which even though if you didn't listen to his music, which I really didn't, but I knew of his uh, philanthropy and the things that he was doing in his community and the, and the, you know, the positive moves that he was making within, you know, that community he was in to hear something like that that happened to him was real, real unfortunate jealousy, envy and demonic activity. But I read this scripture because in relations to the conspiracy, as people were saying, people's talking about the government and all these different things. Well, there are instances in the scripture and there are cases in the scripture where you do see men working in government, working things that are evil. You do see examples of evil government and, and things like that. You, you see those type of things in the book of Daniel where um, King Nebuchadnezzar tried to make a law, basically saying that when you guys hear this music, you're supposed to bow down and worship the gold statue. But Daniel, as well as Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego wasn't doing it. They served the Lord God and they said that we're not bowing to this image. So he threatened to do all these different things to them, to them if they didn't do so forth and so on. Yeah, that's a that's a type of evil government. So you do see those type of things in the Bible. And even now in our government, there there's some ungodly laws on the books. You know, there are things in our government that isn't right. So but then there are some things that are right now. In reference to the Lord and in reference to what should we obey, because we do know that God um, said that we should obey the laws of the land. We do know the scripture talks about obeying government and things like that. But if the government issues any type of law or if the government puts out any decree, per se, you know, we don't do decrees anymore. But I just said they put out an ungodly law and said, OK, do you all must follow this. We as believers don't have to follow that. We don't have to follow or do anything that's against what the word of God says. Okay. You have to understand that Satan uses men as puppets. So even as we're reading that scripture about evil rulers and demonic activity in the unseen world, that's what he does. He uses men as puppets. So a lot of times, a lot of people who may be in rulership, or who may be in high positions, may be doing things, making laws and these type of things and not even really realize what they're doing because Satan is using them. And if you've ever seen a puppet or if you can just imagine, you know, someone, uh, some hands inside of a, of a puppet and every time you move their arms, they move their arms, you know, you know what a puppet is. That's basically what's how Satan uses people today if they are not born again. So that's why it's our job. That's why it's our job to preach the gospel, preach the good news, preach about Jesus Christ and his power to save and deliver so that men won't be used as puppets. Now you can allow God to use you and God is not going to treat us as a puppet because one thing about the Lord is that well, one thing is we got free will. The second thing is, is that he wants us to love him on our own he wants us to obey him on our own he doesn't want us to just do stuff because he's making us do it he'll lead us to do some things he'll speak to us to do some things but we ultimately have to make that decision so again if you're a babe in christ 
you need to start out with some milk some pure milk and then work your way up to getting some meat even that clip that we heard that wasn't even meat that just that's that was like some spoiled salmon or something <laughs> see like that we know nah, you don't want that so we have to make sure that uh we can identify what's right and what's wrong and if we can do that we'll be okay and you have the spirit of god in you that's going to help you identify what's right and what's wrong so we're not even talking about uh, a mental thing like is that right like nah you'll know in your heart you'll know If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share this podcast with your family and with your friends. Once again, you can follow me on all social media at mbills314. You can also send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Remember these words from the book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4, latter verse. Let God be true and every man be a liar. Until next time. I'm out.